The only asset which always goes up, no matter what, even beats inflation, are taxes. A stand-up comic once said he had all his money in taxes because that was guaranteed to go up. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome. We're at it again with the podcast Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade, a fiduciary and founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name, Money Matters USA. And Fred also holds a PhD in economics from Duke University. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins and Fred, I love that what the comedian said. <laughs> <laughs> that he, he said he had all his money in taxes because that was guaranteed to go up. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love that. Well, on today's podcast, we are going to tackle the subject of guaranteed tax-free income for life. And you got my attention on that. A recent Orion (laughs) study found that 80% of clients believe that their advisors should focus on reducing their taxes and getting them a source of tax-free income for life. There's several strategies that can be used. For example, Roth conversions, uh, harvest capital gains at 0%, harvest capital losses, net unrealized depreciation, qualified charitable distributions, and those are the least complicated ones to use. Net unrealized depreciation is a strategy that only impacts employees of large, uh, usually public corporations. So, Fred, um, tax-free, uh, that's a great, when you put free next to tax, it's a great conversation. Yes, it, it is. You know, uh, a, a pre-retiree, or even or a retiree has to have uh, a major concern about income taxes, both federal and and state. And I find that often income taxes need to be considered, but they're not considered in the retirement plan. And um, Ed Slot, who is well known as America's retirement expert, self-styled, but but he is really knowledgeable. That slot likes to refer to taxes uh, as a mortgage held by the government on your retirement accounts. And he goes on to say, you pay the mortgage when you start taking the money out from these accounts, either before required minimum distribution age or from retirement distribution, uh, the retirement minimum distribution age. The before issue is because most people take it before age uh, uh, 72 because they need the money or maybe they inherit an account from a parent uh, and um, and they are required to take the, the distributions. And um, so suppose, for example, you have a million dollars in a 401k plan. You, you, you've, reached, you've reached the magic number. And you're in a 25% combined state and federal income tax brackets. So in reality, 
you can only use 750,000 of that million because 250,000 belongs to the tax man. And maybe you recall the saying that it's not what you get that's most important. It's, it, it's how much you get to keep after you're paying your income taxes. That's what counts. Yes, absolutely. Because if what you keep, that that's income for you or money, at least not outgoing. You know, it's amazing, but many retirees don't know how to plan for income taxes or, or maybe simply ignore the in, impact that taxes or income taxes are likely to have on their retirement income. And many assume that they're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement than they were while they're working. And many are surprised to find out that they're not. Many advisors and brokers don't provide advice in this area. That's that is true. And and it, you have to walk really have to walk a a fine line because if you're not a CPA, you're not an enrolled agent, you have to be very careful. But if you're going to advise in the retirement space, it's impossible to ignore uh, taxes. So if if I can, I'd like to break the points you made into two parts. Uh, First part is that there's there's a lot of research that's going on and has gone on on spending patterns in retirement. And the most recent research suggests that spending in the first two years of retirement is larger than spending in the later years, except for the spending that goes on toward the end of life. And leaving that aside, the, the spending that goes on prior to the end of life, usually pushes income taxes higher. So if, if we start with Social Security, and I think that's really the starting point, and we need to recall that Social Security uses a formula called provisional income. And what are the components of provisional income. So just as a reminder, it's 50% of Social Security. It's ordinary income that could be made up of, of salary, it could be made up of IRA distributions, it could be made up of 401k distributions, 457s, 403b, you can go on and on, but you get the idea. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to use 401k or IRA just as a proxy. Um, dividends and capital gains. And then finally, the usual shocker for most people is non-taxable interest. And what are we talking about here? We're talking, we're talking about municipal bond interest, which otherwise might be sub, not subject to tax, but in the context of the provisional income formula, it is included to be taxed. Now, the just as a quick reminder, the benefit uh, tax thresholds excuse me, for married couples are 50% inclusion at 32,000 and 85% at 44,000 for married couples. So in other words, in the first case, 50% of Social Security comes through tax-free. And in the second case, 15% comes through tax-free. So I have to admit that I I'm uncomfortable saying what I'm about to say, but I, on the other hand, retirees 
And pre-retirees, you go to your tax preparer once a year, and what are you hoping for? You're hoping to pay the least amount of tax or to get the largest possible refund. And if you look at the paperwork that comes back, you see that you have a calculated tax bracket. Now, that's really a relatively easy calculation, but the important thing is if you have not turned Social Security on prior to turning Social Security on, the only thing that counts is your nominal tax bracket. It's easy to calculate, but but it's kind of misleading. And so if, if you see that you're in a 3%, 4%, 5%, 11% bracket, you're thinking, oh, hey, great, he did a great job, or she did a great job for me, so what's the big deal? Well, fact is that there's no 3% bracket, there's no 4% bracket, there's no 11% bracket. And the instant you turn Social Security on, then the nominal rates are become irrelevant until you get to the 22% bracket. It, it, what is relevant is the effective marginal rate. What is an effective marginal rate? An effective marginal rate is the next dollar of income that you lose to the tax collector. And as I said, this, the whole equation changes once you get to the 22% bracket. And we have to deal with something that you may have heard of, the, the infamous tax torpedo. And th the tax torpedoes runs from a low of 49.9%, and then it has higher uh, velocity, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, goes, it goes to 142%, and it maxes out at 182%. So this, this is not something to ignore, and it needs to be taken into account when, before you turn on your Social Security, because once you do that, then you have to deal with these with, with the effective marginal rates and the tax torpedo. Now, getting back to the issue, if I might, on the tax preparer and the planning, if any, is generally limited to projecting your current year's income and determining about your refund and calculating, let's say, your estimated tax payments for the following year. Well, that's all of this is not really very helpful. Why do I say that? And I'm not setting up a straw man here. The reason for the why is because the biggest item in your budget are income taxes, because they are going to consume a very significant portion of your monthly retirement budget. And this is, a, this is especially true for, for people who have 100% or nearly 100% of all of their retirement money in tax deferreds. I'm not talking about munis now. I'm talking about 401k, IRA, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And be given this fact, tax planning becomes essential as part of the retirement planning process. And so the, the key question then, in my mind, is, is how do you minimize or eliminate income taxes legally, of course, mm -hmm so that you can keep the maximum amount of money that you have, have saved and invested and live, and live below your, your income in order to have a, a happy and enjoyable retirement. So, Fred, how do you spot tax opportunities? I mean, I assume you work with the client CPA. 
Well, let me reply, if I might, to the CPA question first, and then I'll, and then I'll deal with the tax opportunity question secondly, okay. if that's okay. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. I work with the CPA or the enrolled agent, if, if that's who the, the person is working with. In fact, I, I get the client's approval to work with their CPA or EA, and I want to discuss rec the, any recommendations that I'm going to make, I want to discuss beforehand with the CPA or EA. And I, and I want to do that without the client being present so we can explore whatever issues might come up. And I find that CPAs and EAs uh, frequently get upset because they're not being consulted in advance. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, they're going to do everything at that point to nitpick you. So if, if there's an error in my calculation, if the software did something that the CPA thinks is, is, is not correct or creates a problem going down the road that the CPA is aware of and, and, and I'm not, I want to discuss this beforehand. I want to know something uh, about a problem that I may not be aware of, and I want to work all of this out beforehand before we actually present to the client. And I want to be on the same page with, 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 the, with the CPA or the enrolled agent. So let me mainly make this a little bit more concrete because I want to take a case study on the impact of the effective marginal rate. And these, the, the case study is, is really a composite study. And I'm going to call these people Alice and Bill, and they're over 65 years of age. They're married. They file a joint tax return. And on their return, they have $61,000 of combined Social Security income. They have $10,000 of long-term capital gains, and they have 52,000 of IRA withdrawals. So that's a total income of $123,000. So, yeah, um, uh, a lot to consider there, too. And, you know, as we've said here, uh, it, it comes as a surprise. And uh, what I like about what you do, Fred, is you look forward, um, because sometimes and there's a need for those jobs and tax preparers. They have to look back <laughs> a year yeah. and you look forward many years in, in the tax opportunities that you help uh, your clients find. And we'll talk more about this. Take a quick break here, but more on trying to get as much tax free income as you can in retirement with Fred on the podcast. Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA. I want to remind you, too, to please check out the um, 
companion video series we have and a lot of great information on that too. It is also called Money Matters USA. So an easy way to find it is on YouTube. Just search Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Uh, Sade is spelled S-A-I-D-E. Now, wherever you're, if you're watching the video series or listening to this podcast, keep in mind that Fred can help you with retirement strategies and planning as he lays out so much to consider on this podcast. He's available with a phone call to 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. Right, we're going to look at uh, what happens and the results could be counterintuitive when we talk about tax strategies going forward. Yes. Yeah, so here, here, here's what happens when we look at Alice and Bill. And when I plot the income and the taxes out in the tax analysis software that I use, what we find out is that their standard deduction amount is cut in half, and it's only worth $12,400. Now, in 2022, a married couple, the standard deduction is $25,900, but they're not getting that. It's cut in half. They're only getting $12,400. So they're losing approximately half the standard deduction. And they, the effective marginal bracket that they jump up into is 18.6%. Now, if you look at the nominal brackets, which you can do in any tax table, you can use your favorite search engine, you will see that there's no bracket, that's 18.6%. But suddenly, this bracket is created through the effective marginal rate. Now, then they jump up into the 22.2% bracket, which takes them up to 40,000. Now, again, there is no 22.2% nominal bracket, but with the effective marginal rates creates a new bracket of 22.2%. And next we run into the dreaded tax torpedo at 49.9% on money between 44,000 and 58,000. And finally, after 58,001, they jump back down to the nominal rate of 22% on the rest of the money. So what's happened here? And, and the simplest explanation that, that I can give you and ask you to visualize this is that Social Security, tax on the Social Security keeps pushing up the, the, the tax rate, the effective marginal rate, until that ends when there is no more tax to be levied on their Social Security. And it also has the effect of pushing capital gains, which should have come through at a zero bracket. Now, there's three capital gain brackets, zero, 15, uh, and 20. But there's money that would have come through at the zero bracket. What is the zero bracket? Well, it's, it's equivalent to, for a married couple, it's equivalent to a little bit over $83,000 of ordinary income equates to the zero capital gain bracket. But they lose that because it keeps on pushing income up. So the capital gains that should have come through at a zero rate actually gets converted back into ordinary income because it, it, the 
income exceeds the zero bracket for capital gains. In other words, it doesn't flip into the 15% capital gain bucket. What it does do is that it just generates more ordinary income. Now, that's completely, as, as Dave pointed out, it's completely counterintuitive, but the, you, the effective marginal rate system changes the way the tax system actually operates. So I'm sometimes amused when I hear politicians talk about tax rates when we already have tax rates, the effective marginal rates that go over 100%. So if I may now, if I could turn to your question on, on tax opportunities, I, I have a litmus test that I use, and it, it's simply this. The tax, tax opportunities are present every time the effective marginal rate on the next dollar is significantly different than the lifetime effective marginal rates. Now, what does that mean? Okay. <laughs> I, know that, I know that sounds like a lot of gobbledygook. <laughs> so uh, here's another case study. Uh, and uh, I'm going to use Alice and Bill again. But this time, the, the fact pattern for Alice and Bill is a little bit different. So... Right now, Bill has $1 million in an IRA. And they have a joint brokerage account, which is worth $500,000. They started out with $400,000. So technically speaking, the $400,000 is called basis, but that's really their initial deposit was $400,000. They've run it up to five hundred. dollars and Alice has her own IRA, and she has $500,000 in it. So now let's look at their need for income. They need $8,000 a month of joint income when they're both alive and $7,000 for the survivor. And to make this easy, I'm going to say that they have a very old-fashioned 60-40 uh, portfolio, 60% in stocks and 40% in bonds and, and nothing fancy here. So if we, if we look at my tax conversion software, uh, I, I said a little earlier that they, they've lost the full 25500 So basically, it's cut in half. So we want to convert a little bit under the, 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 the 12000 and change. So if we convert $9,862, that's going to come through at a zero bracket because the effective marginal rate is going to start at 12,000 as as I you know indicated earlier. Now, the other thing that's important here that this 9862 that we're converting eliminates the tax torpedo. Why? Well, because the nominal brackets get adjusted each year and the the next on the um, the next year we actually would be able to convert less of the Roth, we could only convert nine thousand four hundred and eighteen dollars. If if this if this is what our approach is going to be, now my income software shows that their income, their total income will last for thirty years. If Bill's life expectancy is age ninety and Alice is ninety five, 
at the time of Alice's death, the estate value is over a million dollars at the last death to be distributed to the heirs. Now, I also have to admit that rough conversions will have the effect of reducing somewhat the size of the residual estate. And don't forget, the, these conversions, you have to pay the tax on the conversions, and the conversions are one way. They're irrevocable now, but nevertheless, uh, they do make sense. Well, um, there is that strong possibility, of course, the recent Trump tax rates will increase at some point in the future. They do expire at the end of 2025. And so far, our elected representatives have chosen to borrow rather than raising taxes to meet our increasing financial commitments. Example of that in 2000, our national debt was $5.7 trillion, but currently it is $31 trillion. To sum it up, it's likely tax rates will rise in the future. But even if tax rates didn't increase, and it, it, as you know, it's like, likely they will, retirees will probably pay more in taxes than they anticipated because they lose the deductions that they enjoyed during their working years. A lot of those go away. Yeah, absolutely. That's another consideration that 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 people don't think about. They they just think that they're going to be in a lower bracket. The spending is going to go down, and and they'll be on easy street. It doesn't work that way. Uh, all the studies show that the spending goes up, especially in the first two or three years, because that's when you're you're healthy and you want to do your traveling and, and a lot of the pent up things you you planned on doing, and then then it tends to level a bit. Now. It, to my mind, uh, it, the, the, this the, the approach that I'm suggesting here that we've just gone through uh, makes it really incredibly important to understand the need for how retirees actually harvest or take money from their accounts and the order in which they take that income. Because the distribution order, the 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 harvesting order, is going to it will help determine the the tax impact. And it's also going to impact the, the duration of how long the assets are going to last. It's going to be used for income. I'm not even assuming bear markets or anything else. This is just straight distribution. And depending on the harvesting order, uh, in other words, which assets do you take money from, in, in which order, and when do you take it, and, and their tax status, that's going to help you understand and figure out the duration. How long will that portfolio last and it's going to show you if there are enough assets to meet the retirement spending goal now there are some other considerations here which i didn't get into and i'm really not going to i'm just i'm just mentioning them now um it, it, here are some other considerations there's the cost of medicare premiums uh the irma surcharges the part d charges irma is, is the income related monthly adjusted amount that that's what you pay for the additional amount you pay for part b based on your income of two years previous so that will have a consideration on 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 roths and also was a factor in in the reducing the amount of the estate that's going to be transferred uh, here's another consideration which i think is vitally important um the the um secure act made it extremely difficult, it, it, virtually impossible, to, to really estate plan and hold uh, assets uh, in the estate that, that come from qualified uh, sources. And, and 
the, the new IRS regulations on, on required minimum distributions are very, very tricky and very, very uh, complicated. And this tends to increase the value uh, of, the, of the Roth, in my opinion, regardless of, of the tax brackets. And it's um, also important because under the distribution rules, you, you, you can't do anything for your grandkids. But if you want to use a charitable remainder trust, this, this is a way that, that you can get income over uh, to your grandkids. So there's always a trade-off on, on the use uh, of trust. But if you don't like what I've just suggested, you have to remember that IRAs force you to make a choice between distributing assets or holding them in a trust and paying the taxes, or you're going to pay the taxes and you're going to distribute the, the, the asset or the income from the asset, and then you lose the asset uh, protection. So uh, these are all vital considerations to understand the significance of, um, of, the, of Roths and, and why they, they are powerful. I should uh, say that, that the politicians, on the one hand, they like the Roth because it, it gives them the upfront tax money. They don't like they don't like the Roth uh, because it doesn't they, give they it to them later. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, they can't, uh, they can't get that bite, which would be uh, more. That that's probably, right? that's absolutely right. So, um, <clears throat> you know, t uh, what I would say if the if the Roth uh, th to find out, you know, if if Roths work with you, you have you really have to work with someone. With me, with or someone like yeah, me, who's, yeah, right, who's really, right. really knowledgeable and and continues to keep up his uh, studies and his and his information and um, uh, and and understands how to how to use the the Roth. And you never know, uh, a Roth could, you know, be be so hobbled that um, you know that for pra for practical purposes they they could they could disappear. So we don't know. Uh, and, and the new IRS distribution rules, uh, really, there were a lot of surprises uh, in those in those uh, in those rules. And um, so it's if you haven't done anything and you're sitting on the fence, uh, time to get off and, and, and take advantage of your opportunities. They pointed out um, no matter what happens, the, the taxes are going up in, in 2026. Uh, just just by virtue of going back to the the old tax tables, assuming that the Trump tax cuts don't get made permanent. Yeah, and um, yeah, because you know it's the end of twenty twenty five. You know, um, this really drives many points home. What you're talking about, Fred. Number one, um, most people, and I'm one of those. We don't even know how to when we when we're filing our taxes each year all the strategies just to make sure that you pay the fair amount but not overpay so imagine looking forward decades and looking and knowing all the opportunities that's the whole thing knowing what opportunities are there hey you know a, a reality check fred i know you've heard some of these before but we're mentioning what the national debt is now you know 30 was it 31 trillion dollars yeah. um we hear million, billion, trillion, but just a reality check. Uh, a million seconds, one million seconds is 12 days. 
One billion seconds is 31 years. One trillion seconds is 31,688 years. Wow. (laughs) And one more thing. The height, if you stacked up one million $1 bills, it would be about the height of a 30 to 35-story building. Uh, It's 358 feet, 4,300 inches. If you stacked up one billion $1 bills, that's 10 million inches uh, 833,333 feet. I don't know what that would equate to in height of something. Uh, but if you stacked up one trillion $1 bills, you have to just use miles here. It's 67,866 wow. miles. Wow. Can you imagine? And, you know, it's just sometimes it, it helps to remind ourselves when we hear million, we don't really, you don't even hear the word million much. No. Uh, you hear it maybe in a retiree's portfolio, but in terms yeah. of, you know, mega wealth, we you've got to talk billions. And, and yeah. then you hear trillion. It's just not a slight step up from billion to trillion. It's a major leap. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's just staggering the uh, amount the amount of money that uh, you know that we're talking about uh, we're talking about here um, and um, the the other you know one one other thought that I that I had as you were talking is that you know we're, we're not trying to keep people constantly in, in a zero bracket because if, if you if you if you're in a zero bracket, you may feel good when your when your CPA or EA says, "Hey, you have no taxes to pay this year." Whoopie do. Right. But if you if you have expenses that are deductible against income, you're going to eat them. They're they're useless to them. So I mean, in some years, you 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 do want to uh, have a situation where you do owe taxes, so you can offset that with deductions. Otherwise, you're you're in you're in a real spin. It does it doesn't necessarily mean every year, but it does mean um, you know that in some years you want to bunch those deductions. Now I, I want to say one other one other thing that I think is 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 relevant, and I don't want this to come off as, as sour grapes. There is software. There you don't, there are people who are out there who are not tax experts who are use software that they you, you send a PDF form up. Uh, in a format, and in 15 minutes, it spits out a tax thing, mm-hmm. and and you can present it. You don't need to know anything yeah. whatsoever. Our software doesn't do that. We have to input everything by hand, run our scenarios, then we talk to your CPA or your enrolled agent. We get your permission to do that. We write them a letter explaining who we are, what our relationship is to you, and, and get your permission to talk to them. We talk with them. We meet with them, whether it's virtually or in person, when we go over everything. And then if we're all on the same page, then and only then do we present it uh, to, uh, to you. If, if we are not on the same page, then we, we, we'll get on the same page because they may know things that, that we're just not aware of. And even you may not be you know, aware of it because you're only seeing the finished product. You know, and a quick estimation of, of the next year so they can figure out if, if uh, you have to increase your withholding or increase your estimates. So I, I want I, I hope that doesn't come off as being sour, uh, sour grapes, but I but I, I don't take it's it not, that way. I mean, we are. Yeah, we work really hard 
uh, at this because we, we appreciate how, how hard uh, people work to accumulate the money and, and, and the self-denial that goes into it in, in, in order to wind up with, uh, you know, with, with, with a, uh, a, a substantial uh, amount of money. I mean, our, our goal, and we've said this many times before, we, we want you to enjoy your, your retirement. We want you to be happy in your retirement. And when you die, we want you to have no regrets. In other words, we don't, you, nobody worries about having not having worked enough or gone to the office enough or, or any of that stuff. It, it, well, the regrets are, are usually family uh, related. Didn't spend enough time with my kids. Didn't see them grow up. I missed their baseball games and their soccer matches and their basketball games. And I couldn't make their graduation. I couldn't met. I missed some milestones. It was always a meeting or a trip or whatnot. Those are the regrets that people have. We don't want you to have any any regrets. We no. don't want you to be happy in, in your retirement. That's the time to really enjoy the rest of your life. And money doesn't buy total happiness, but uh, more the more money you have, it certainly can contribute to it, can't it? Yes. <laughs> they don't well, overpay in my, taxes. My mother, my mother had an old saying: if if uh, if I'm going to be happy, I want to be happy with money. If I'm going to be unhappy, I'd still rather have money. <laughs> of course, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that's that's wisdom there, Fred. Absolute wisdom. Well, uh, great podcast as always, Fred. And again, I remind you. you to um, to search for the companion video series. We have a lot now uh, that you can find on YouTube. Just search Money Matters USA with Fred Said. S-A-I-D-E. Fred Said is a fiduciary. He definitely knows the strategies, not only in uh, tax strategies and opportunities, but in building income in your retirement, uh, factoring in inflation, proper protection. Fred is available at 800-593-8188. 800-593-8188. Fred, we'll talk again in a week. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Take care, Dave. You too. And thanks for being with us. Be sure to like and share, rate uh, with this podcast and stay with us. Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.